0: This is a Poets and Writers page one author reading. To hear more, visit us at pw.org forward slash multimedia or at soundcloud.com forward slash poets and writers. When we first met, I was a child and she had been dead for centuries. Look, I am eleven. A girl who is terrible at sums and at sports. A girl given to staring out windows. A girl whose only real gift lies in daydreaming. The teacher snaps my name, startling me back to the flimsy prefab. Her voice makes it a fine day in 1773 and sets English soldiers crouching in ambush. I add ditch water to drench their knees. Their muskets point towards a young man who is tumbling from his saddle now in slow, slow motion. A woman rides in to kneel over him, her voice rising in an antique formula of breath and syllable the teacher calls a quena a keen to lament the dead. Her voice generates an echo strong enough to reach a girl in the distance with dark hair. And bitten nails. Me. By the time I find her again, I only half remember our first meeting. My earliest years of motherhood, in all their fatigue and awe and fretfulness, took place in various rented rooms of the inner city. Our taps always dripped. There were often rats in the yard, and the night city's glimmering made stars invisible. But when I woke to feed my first son, and then my second, I could split the curtains and see the moon between the spires. In those city rooms, I wrote a poem. I wrote another. I wrote a book. If the poems that came to me on those nights might be considered love poems, then they were in love with rain and alpine flowers, with the strange vocabularies of a pregnant body, with clouds and with grandmothers. The city had lit something in me, something that pulsed, vulnerable as a fontanelle, something that trembled, as I did, between bliss and exhaustion. We had already moved house twice in three years, and still the headlines reported that rents were increasing. Our landlords always saw opportunity in such bulletins, and who could blame them? Me. I blamed them every time we were evicted with a shrug. In a nearby town with lower rents, we signed a lease, then packed our car and left the city. I didn't want to go. I drove slow, my elbow wedged between our old TV and a bin bag of teddies, straining to change gear along unfamiliar roads, scanning signs for Bishopstown and Bandon, for McCroom and Blarney, until my eye tripped over a sign for Kilcray. 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 The word vexed me for days as I unpacked books and coats and baby monitors, spoons and towels and tangled phone chargers until finally I remembered, yes, in that old poem from school, wasn't Kilcray the name of the graveyard where the poet buried her lover?